And now, live from Dining Room Studios in Hollywood, California, it's Thursday on the Allison Rosen is your new best friend show. Tonight, Allison welcomes your guest. She's a comedian who, let's be clear, no matter how much she likes you, would never intentionally leave her underwear at your apartment, period. It's Annie Letterman. And he's a comedian and the kind of guy who probably really in a ranch dressing, if you know what I mean. It's David Huntsberger. Chef Jeff is here to make greasy pork sandwiches served in dirty ashtrays. I'm her husband, Daniel, saying hop on board, love, but say hello to your best friend, Allison Rosen. Hello, my little gummy worms. It's me, Allison. Welcome to another exciting Thursday show. I would like to say hello to my guests. Hello, David Huntsberger. Hello. Hello, and welcome back, Annie Letterman. Hi, thanks for having me again. Hello, Daniel. Hi. Hey, Jeff. Hey, Allison. You ready to start the show, or should we fuck around some more? I love fucking around. We can do that (laughs) some more. It's my favorite. So just to bring everyone up to speed about what's happening right this minute, uh, Elliot, who normally is asleep while we record, (laughs) is uh, for the first time, well, he's, I mean, it's not like he always goes to sleep exactly when we want him to, but for the first time is really fighting going to bed. Um, so I am trying to focus on podcasting, even though I'm just thinking about the fact that he's awake in his crib right now and may or may not be crying. I cannot actually hear him and I do have really good hearing. Uh, but Daniel has a monitor in front of him and it's not facing me. Daniel, I need an Elliot update. He's asleep. Really? Well, I'm gonna need, he was for two seconds. I'm going to need to see that monitor. He's playing craps. This he's is crazy. Get, he's, getting, he's getting to sleep. Let me just let me, let me tell the audience what we're... Oh, his head is... He did have his head up, and now his head is down. This is the first time I would say with confidence that he was doing a fake cry. That in, like... Oh, he's going to... Oh, head up, ooh, head up. Uh-oh, he head up. You know, but it's more, more time on the testing. mat. It was each, as if each. he heard you say... Faking, sir. Yeah. <laughs> he was faking. I was in there. What's he, that, father? <laughs> <laughs> I was in there, and he was really having a good time, laughing it up, having a party. And I left, and that's when he started to cry. Uh, yeah. And it was, but it was a different cry. It's like he's not a great actor yet, you know. Well, yeah. and I heard him crying, and I said, "I was, I, I was looking at Daniel with accusatory eyes, like." He's, Why aren't you? Because you him? said to me, "Why are you making our child yeah. suffer?" Let's just let people in on how sensual our marriage is. You said to me, "Where's the Advil?" <laughs> and I said, "He's crying," but it was over the noise machine. So this is why we're having sex. This is our foreplay. I said he's crying, um, and you said I can't find the Advil. <laughs> and I yeah. like pointed to the room, and you're like, "He's faking." Tell it. me where the Advil is. So then we had a long discussion of whether he's faking it or not, while also me trying to explain where the Advil was. And then I went, "Oh, he's asleep." And then I went in. I and went into his room. It. Now he's fake sleeping. It smells <laughs> oh like God. victory. Oh, he's so and he cute. did he's pick so up his head, head again. When oh no! See, Daniel. But now he didn't. No, he's good. Anyway, I think he's getting like comfy. He's just getting situated. Yep. He's putting his head in different spots. Nestling he, his head within eight different wubba nubs. 
Well, but those are those pacifiers that have little stuffed animal, stuffed animals attached. I have to explain that it's, cause I, in my, one of, I heard another mother say that her kid sleeps in a zippity zip. And I just assumed that was a cute little name for like a little a thing that's like a hoodie, you know? Literally, I know I've said this before, but every single thing that you buy for a child has a goofy name and you sound insane. You can't keep track of it. It's like, get the bippity bop and the, and the zippity zap and the goopity goop. And those are actually things. Yeah. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, those three aren't yet. Bleep glorp. But by now the they might be. The bippity is. The boppy. The Goopity bobby. goop is how the baby's made. <laughs> <laughs> See, it's all a mush in my head. So, but anyway, I got I to gotta get to the most important part of the story. So I went in there to his room where he was crying pretty loudly and I picked him up. I don't need your emails, people. I know I pressure, <laughs> but I know he didn't. His face wasn't wet. You're making him into an entitled little snowflake. Anyway, what I'm saying is his eyes. There was no tears coming out. So to your point, I think it was just the sound. Did he, did he smile but because you had picked him up, you can't go back. Then you can't just look at him like, man, I knew. It. No, don't. yeah, yeah. No, then I hung out with him, <laughs> tossed him back. Just to him. Ah, you little faker. <laughs> uh, I'll give you something to cry about. <laughs> Oh, my God. Oh, my God. I was reading this book that's recommended by everyone called, well, by by many people, called Wonder Weeks. It's like a pretty mm-hmm. current book. And it's, the it's, I, I have to say it's pretty incredible. I know you're going to shit on it right now. I'm about but, to take a steamy I, dump on this book. I, I have found that it gets a lot of shit right, but go ahead. It does. It breaks down the development. It, like it, There's these big developmental leaps they go through, and they get predictably fussy before the leap, and so whereas you might be tempted to think it's colic or teething, even though I always think it's both, it's actually that they're like, now they understand relationships, or now yeah. they understand this. That's or- what's cool about it, is it's, it explains what the actual development is, is that they're going through. Like They're understanding now, for the first time, you know, the difference between near and far. That being said, how do they know this? Like, really? Because also Honey, there's an app you science. can get. By the way, I'm receiving no money from them. There's an David app you can get. Science. You where, explain science to my wife? Oh. A, hang on. There's an app you can get where you can watch little... It's like, at this stage, this is how your baby sees the world. And you'll play a video and it'll be like fuzzy, but like there'll be a balloon oh, or whatever. Cool. But yeah, it's super cool. I repeat, how do they know this? It's, I doubt they've like done a bunch of cross sections on babies' brains at they this age. They found a really smart baby. That <laughs> they interviewed them. them. Yeah. Yeah. They, David, I, you know science. I went and saw a talk on this very subject, and, <gasps> and you nerd. I know. Sorry about this, guys. It's fascinating. <laughs> he like was the, munching on an onion, yeah. and he just <laughs> had to learn something. Powers. If you give away free onions, he'll go to any talk. <laughs> <laughs> he just like, loves to learn. Yeah. <laughs> But uh, the plasticity in our brains and the way that we comprehend things, the cognition ability, like it's sort of like, as far as I understand it from the talk, it's kind of always on a linear line toward age four. And that's when kids have this weird ability to process things at a level where they're like, they're th- they'll, the thing they showed us was this video and adults weren't doing it well. People between four and 18 were not doing it well. We have these weird spikes in human development. Four is one of them. And then it kind of levels back off. And then I think again, it's 18, you get another one where our brains are able to process things and take it like learning languages, et cetera. Like, and then it kind of the doors close again, but they had mm-hmm. this bear or like this little ball of fur thing that had a sequence that you would hit buttons and they would never fully explain it to the kid. They would just kind of be talking to the kid and then do this. And the, the four-year-old's just sort of watching it. And then as they grabbed it, they started figuring it out 
the pattern, like how it would work. Like, oh, when you pulled this string, nothing happened. But the person talking to them would be like, so I'm going to pull this string, then I'm going to hit this button. But the four-year-olds were the only ones that were like, I don't think that string does anything. Mm. And so like this weird ability to process and remember these sort of complex patterns just based huh. on like cause and effect. That's really you cool. You know what they say? Pretty interesting. Can't fool a four-year-old. <laughs> That's <laughs> what they say. mean. But thank you. Go on your anti-science sure. tirade. This is not an anti-science tirade. It's a how do they how can they know what's really happening in a baby's brain at like 23 weeks? Because that is just your baby's just a mush at that point. I mean, I but, but it seems like they, they have, do. They have, I'm sure ways. they just have tests. And yeah, things. they just, just like have tests it. that would show you like what how they would react if something was fuzzy or something. <laughs> I mean, and it's, they probably know over. what people's eyes look like. I guess. See a fuzzy I actually, thing. Yeah, I, I actually have seen this. What they do is they get the baby and they put him in a room. They shake it. Yeah, no, <laughs> no you can't. Don't shake a baby. Seriously. <laughs> oh, um, that. Now I remember what they, I was going to say about what I was going to say. I knew it was going to be a shaking thing. It is. The scientist comes in, slides a pack of cigarettes over, <laughs> a cup of coffee, makes nice. Right. You Good know? scientist. You on. can do this the hard <laughs> <Yeah>. way. <laughs> Listen, it's been tough, hasn't it, these last 23 weeks? Now, I trained dolphins Cuffs are back in tight, the day. Yeah. Wait, really? Yeah, I worked at this. It was just like a program I did when I was... I graduated high school a year early, and then I just spend a year doing some stuff nice. but one of the things i did was i worked um at the, the university of hawaii had a little place called koala basin marine mammal lab which all the dolphins are dead now r.i.p uh-huh. don't take them from captivity but um so they uh how do you not lead with this what the dolphin training but you graduated early just you did all some conversations stuff. in your life all of it that's what, oh yeah no that's what because i'm saying have happened koala base like i don't even i don't <laughs> this even is, know but this is like Honey. Very much relevant to my interest. But honey, okay. the, the comedy world does not respect this shit. But, but also, the like, the drugs and alcohol in my life since then made it so that I will never be able to give you the type of... <laughs> Have undone. The, answer, okay. the, the answers that you were just given about the fucking... <laughs> Science. Other, this other science stuff. I mean, do you see how I can't even repeat what he said? I don't even remember what you were talking about. I already forgot. But so but they were training the dolphins. They were checking on their cognition. So it was like they have uh, like the melons on the top of their heads. They like send out a sonar and they can. I'm not saying all this right. There's going to be people that are like, this is yeah. not correct. That's okay. But they echolocate. So the way they, it's not like through their eyes that they really see things. They can find shapes and stuff from really far away. And so we would have like different shaped pipes and stuff, like really weirdly intricately put pipes and then you would like have them underwater and they would cover the dolphin's eyes and they would have to like see one and then go match the other one and stuff and then they get a fish wow that's pretty but cool. i don't know how they knew stuff about but they know how dolphins see do you yeah, want to hear a thing that ties into that the humans can do <laughs> yeah yes do. So, and then i want to know if annie always smelled like fish during this time and that's not an old joke yeah. i just no. mean because you are yeah, always we'll touching about it. herring we'll about, yeah so we are not brains that evolved arms and legs. Like they were a thing coming up. So like our brain stem and then on to sort of the reptilian, then the primate brain, et cetera, and now our frontal lobe developing. But our tongues are very close to the cerebral cortex, which ties into a lot of like – so like with dolphins and their – uh, sensory perceptions of things. People who have been blind since birth, they've been doing these experiments where they like run this sensor over their tongue that effectively like has a camera on it attached to their forehead, videos, things in front of them, and then relays that almost as if like I were exp- like touching your palm and going, you gotta walk down the hall this far and then turn left. So they'll look at a wall that has figures on it and then blind for their whole entire life. And it's just kind of back and forth on their tongue 
And they like point to the arrow, and then weirdly they can point along. Wow! And it's just trying so That's hard to cool. not go into the gutter. It's so hard. <laughs> I know. I just know. Like, <laughs> how are they not taking advantage of? It? <laughs> yeah. yeah, feel this. What's this? <laughs> A hot um, dog. That's pretty cool. Okay, I still need to. I still need to say what I have to say about Wonder Weeks, but first because yes. David, thank you, thank you for being acting that excited, Annie, because it's going to be disappointing when you hear it. But shaky shake. <laughs> first, I have to say <laughs> because David mentioned the reptilian brain, it reminded me. So I. Why were you whole, looking at me, by the way? Because you're in fucking trouble, all right? <laughs> the this test doesn't have to do with you because okay, okay. you couldn't find the goddamn Advil. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone's sick of your shit, okay? I know, so I see a therapist, and I, which we've talked about on this show, because she works in a courtyard building, and it's I don't a know. A little if tricky to get out of there. Well, <laughs> as it turns out, you- I was taking the very long way to get ah. there. And also to go to the restroom, I was taking the long way. It turns out there's a short. If, if I just had gone, yeah, right or left, some other. Now I go a different direction. way, and everything's so much faster. They're now actually I, preparing you for an experiment, like Annie's with the pool <laughs> know, with the dolphins. Yeah. They're gonna put. She uh, always gives me a piece of cheese when I get there. It's weird. They're gonna put a mask on you <laughs> and half a melon on your head, and right. then uh, put pictures on your tongue, and you're gonna be able to find the bathroom. Were you echolocating? Honey? I also see a psychiatrist for the first time in my life because for the first time I'm actually on med which I've talked about and this wasn't where I was going with the story but I also realized I have been taking the extreme long way to get there because there's like north <laughs> elevator and south elevator and then I get out of the elevator and I turn left and it feels like it takes it feels like it takes five turns around the building before I get there and all of a sudden I realized oh my god <laughs> I think I think that actually the office is like basically right across from the elevator. Somebody in been... those like offices is like, she has a crush on one of us. <laughs> She's always walking this way. It's like in middle school when I was like, I'm going to go the long way. <laughs> it's so, <laughs> it's so long. It has never occurred to me in my life. Like say I'm waiting for an elevator. It's taking a long time and I see anyone but particularly like a woman walk by confidently and i see her several times so like, she's conducting a lot of business and it has never occurred to me super lost if like i see you. anyone more than once now i'm gonna be like that person is lost yeah <laughs> it's never it's, occurred to me how embarrassing is it when you say your goodbyes to someone oh, like yeah. to the group of people you walk the other direction you're like Fuck, yeah it happens to me like every now and like, eh. well, so anyway the psychiatrist <laughs> describes depression and anxiety as an going a- a long way <laughs> yes <laughs> i find it soothing actually i'm self-medicating as an arrhythmia like the things are out of whack in your brain which by the way i never looked at it that way before i always thought it was something that you could just sort of work through and talk therapy and feel better which i do think to a large part you can but i am discovering that i'm well, I was benefiting a lot, although recently I've been in a funk again. Um, but that's a longer separate story. Anyway, he describes it as an arrhythmia and like the base of the brain. So the frontal lobe is to be human is, to, is like the, the, your humanity comes from the frontal lobe. That's where you make your decisions. Um, and you, you know, choose, you, you pause before you react, you choose how to react. Whereas mm-hmm. the base of the brain, the reptilian part, that's just pure reaction and adrenaline and all that. And then he'll like point to the base and be like, that's the mice. And then the front, that's the cats or the cat, the mice and the cat. And then he's and like, I'm stick like, out your tongue. <laughs> and I'm <laughs> like, your eyes. that is a terrible 
analogy. That is a terrible analogy. Mm-hmm. So the front is attacking the back or something? Yeah, I don't get that or analogy at all. Also, it's different for genders, too. There's a book that I downloaded and I haven't listened to, and I'm so pissed, but I know that it says that dudes are dum-dums and women aren't. I have heard oh, oh, I that, that book. women yeah. have more neurons in their frontal lobe and therefore are able to rationalize things and uh, process them without so much, like, like men are Men are always without go so through much the mice. rational. It's always like, or you guys always go through reason or something, and we go through like all of I, the, I don't know. I gotta the, yeah. the analogy I would use. I don't know. I mean, probably. Uh, well, then no, I think again, men are like, this the impulsive, it depends. Like, bang yeah, on just a table. Like, the analogy I would use is the the base is the horse and the front is the rider on the horse. I so it's like going to keep doing. Yeah, no, no, no. It's so that See, it's, the front's the elephant, the back's a mouse. So that it's like one is an animal with animal instincts and one has the ability to steer, knows where to go and to try to control the horse. But sometimes that horse can ignore the rider. And can just say "fuck you." I'm going. I'm. I'm bucking you off. Yeah. Right. That's why I was surprised by the cat and the mouse thing because no generally, sense. cat, a cat and mouse thing is like the cat is toying with the mouse, right? And that's cats not- can yeah. suck a dick. Yeah, oh, I'm glad we brought that's- this up again because I don't think I went hard enough on cats last time. <laughs> Fuck them and come at me, bitches. Yeah. That's not how I, I don't. Anyway, I just it was just a funny aside. Okay, so Wonder Weeks. Yes. Anyway, it tells you all the information and then it's broken up with quotes from moms. Yeah. Like describing their experience. Are they this famous week. moms? No. No. Well, by, <laughs> I'm the, not end interested the, by the end of the book, they are famous because it's like, oh, Bob's mom again. She's a real bitch. Uh. Um, but anyway, there's these ho- horrendous quotes that I was reading to Daniel and it's like, they're pretty bad. Bob wouldn't stop crying all week. It was so annoying. We had company over and I just wanted to be done with it. So I took him upstairs and I have to admit, I set him down kind of hard. And he cried, and, I and then I felt bit. better. I oh, gave yeah. him a good shake. Oh, yeah, I gave him a good shake. <laughs> well, because he I- was faking, probably, right? These yeah. parents that are in shake. today's day and age naming their infant child Bob? Well, so then Daniel they suggested... Said that would be cool, though. I feel like that would be a cool parent. Daniel suggested... <laughs> Bob has a mustache at seven weeks. <laughs> ...that maybe it's made up, because that maybe they're a little bit dry-labbed, because who would really, in this day and age, say, I gave my kid a good shake? However, it I'm is sure translated from the Dutch. It could be Dutch it, culture is more okay with... I rough parenting or like or the dutch like in dutch shake means like um a kiss. i gave him a little like sway <laughs> yeah like I no because then there's a room and gave him a shake because <laughs> then there's this big That's, i don't understand that maybe language. they meant they gave him a milkshake <laughs> yeah. so because then so there's the quote about giving her kid a good shake oh and then there's a big like light bulb do not alert shake your baby thing saying warning while your feelings are understandable, it is never okay to shake your baby. Well, that's why I thought it was fake because it's like setting up for the yeah, warning. Yeah, I guess. Have you but ever there's Napier Gatsy's joke about that, where he's like, "You're mm-hmm. so tired by the time you come home from the hospital, and all they keep saying is don't shake the baby." That you're like, "Wait, are you supposed to shake the baby or not?" I'm totally butchering it, but <laughs> listen to all of his comedy. Maybe that's the way they kind of talk, but because that's kind of a shake sort of. Thing. Ah, yeah, they don't need to. Anything's better than hitting them on the head with a wooden shoe and sending them to the windmill. This is oh. true. What's that from? Your Dutch childhood? People. Oh, oh. the Netherlands. Your childhood was fucked up. It's all Put wooden the finger shoes in the dike. Window. I love that one. <laughs> oh, he puts his finger in the. It's, you know what I mean? I it's so on fun. brand for you. And I, that's you know not like an insult. I didn't mean for it. No, too. it did, it wasn't an insult. It was you believing that I'm gonna one day meet that special lady. Yeah. I really it's that. optimistic. Let's. There's a lot of stuff to get to, but I need to know why David 
was on LinkedIn before the show started. Annie uh, called him she, out. I thought she was making that joke no, about Daniel. About yeah. Oh, no, me. <laughs> I was laughing at Daniel's expense. Little did I know. <laughs> I was like, about- you're taking the burn so well. <laughs> just such a funny thing to be doing before the podcast. Oh, oh so yeah. He was just trying to get an office. He was just trying to get an office job. It was just no big deal. <laughs> oh, so you weren't really. He's temping. Not I will tell you, him. I have a LinkedIn profile, and I probably have 25, 30 friends, and every now too. and again, they'll be like, can you endorse me? I'm like, yeah, I have no qualifications. I don't know what employer's <laughs> like, oh, this guy with no skill set. Yeah. So this guy's pretty good at doing that. I got a LinkedIn account a while ago because I was looking for my old bank teller. I had this bank teller at my Wells Fargo in Santa Fe who I liked so much. His name was Ed Stonebreaker. I'll never forget him. Well, that's a great and he really believed How many in times me. did you write figure. Mrs. Stonebreaker? <laughs> no, no, no. I wasn't in love. It wasn't like that. He just was a father figure and he really wanted me to get my credit together. And so I think I paid a bill and I was like, I got to find him. It was like 15 years later and I was like, I got to tell him I paid yeah. this bill. I'm still like not good. You want to show him your credit score? Yeah, I just want to. No, I don't want to show him the credit score. <laughs> but uh, I think he'd be really disappointed. But then I think I did find him. And then he was like, oh, I'm so glad you're living in New York now because there's this watchtower place I need you to go to. Oh. And I was like, oh. oh. Wait, go but to I still like him. So he Jehovah's wanted me Witness to go. Thing. Yeah, he wanted me to go learn about you. He's like, you have to promise. And I never went, Ed, if you're listening. But And I really like you, but. Please, we're call done. me Stonebreaker. Stone. Breaker. Stone That's, breaker. I got to say, that as a, a religion, if you're trying to sell the religion, it's a tough pitch to say you're giving up on birthdays and Christmas. It That's was like just, a, yeah. That is a bold sales position. <laughs> he didn't like, go position. into that part. I know that part, but he didn't go into that part. And yeah. I, I feel like he really waited so many years to really bring it up. And, I'm, and I had really aggressively searched for him, so I think... And totally not in a crush kind of way, like legit. Like by the way, by the way, that's a great way to get rid of someone who's been trying to pursue you after yeah. a lot of years. Yeah, right. That's so funny. <laughs> I got a, <laughs> I got a newsletter. I'd like you. Well, to I had a guy. I always wonder if this. I mean, I, I've told this story before to people, and they've been like, "Are you sure this happened?" But I had met this guy at a Hollywood video. I don't think they exist anymore. But, you know, it was like Blockbuster. I'm assuming. Of course, they don't exist. What am I talking about? Um, but I, a Hollywood video when I was living back with my parents. And I must have been like 25 or something. or so, I don't know how old. And I had brought my dog. She was in the car. I was going to like house sit for someone for the week. And this guy working there was really cute. And he was funny. And he was like, let me bring my dog in. My dog was like running around the Hollywood video. We were having such a good time. And he like, gave me his number. He's like, call me when you're done house sitting. So I I think I lost his number or, something, or I gave him my number and he didn't call me. So I came in when I was done house sitting and um, I was like, is Alex here? And both of them kind of like the people like working behind the counter, like looked at each other like, um, we don't know if we should tell you. And I was like, did he get fired? And they're like, Alex died. <gasps> oh my God. Alex died of a drug overdose like days after I met him. But when I was telling this to someone, they were like, so they looked at each other and they kind of looked down. They're like, are you sure Alex wasn't just like hiding under the couch? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he just really didn't want to hang out with you. <laughs> God, you never know. What do, you, what do you really think? I think he was just so excited to get my number that he's like, let me go shoot some heroin. Yeah. <laughs> and um, no, he probably jerked off to death. I don't know. He was probably like, she's so hot. And he just fucking <laughs> masturbated until he died. No, I think he died. And I felt really sad. That is really sad. Because I liked it. I thought he was so cool. We're going to yeah. take our dogs to the Curtis Arboretum. You don't know. This makes me kind of sad that Allison, you just completely believed I was over here checking LinkedIn. No, like I feel like you have like a LinkedIn color scheme on. Like you got like a guy. No, you don't. You look like you're looking <laughs> REI right now. <laughs> 
What is a LinkedIn color scheme? I don't know. Like yeah. a guy Pencils. looking for a job color <laughs> scheme. Like a guy like he's just like ready to, to do whatever you need him to hmm. do. Hmm. You're wearing earth tones. Okay. And no, they you suit good. you. Okay. No, I like these colors. Oh, thanks. I, as I was saying it, I was like, I'm going to have to backpedal because I do like the colors. You want to put this down? Just you're banging on the mic a little bit. Not only am I banging on the mic, but I've grabbed it and I've leaned it backwards. <laughs> it's, it's, it's I've tilted it backwards. <laughs> your your, per, your it. performance is banging on the mic, but you're also banging on the <laughs> mic. Oh my God. Thank you so much. Okay. <laughs> you <laughs> You were, wait, you were insulted that I thought that you would be on LinkedIn? Oh, I just Plenty think LinkedIn Plenty of people is, use LinkedIn. I know, but it's just such, such a punchline of like when people are like, oh, find me on MySpace and LinkedIn. Not to say people that have a, I have one. We I mean, if you a have link. a MySpace and you're using it actively, you're a fucking psycho. I think we can say that. Um, every now don't. and then I go to MySpace. No, you go to MySpace, but you're not using oh, it. Because it's still... turned into this weird like music site. That's yeah. Oh, it has? Bad. Yeah. Oh, huh. you use it? You are that I, person? I probably haven't in like a year, but the last time I went, I was like, is this like a secret cool spot of the internet? I don't think so. I, I wish. So either, like, but you know when they kind of like took away your MySpace? Like if I could go back yeah. and see like my I know, like, capsulized. Honestly, the, like, they should have. It was I, a time capsule. Have. I fucking kill. I peaked on MySpace. Like, I fucking crushed <laughs> That would have been a good business move for them because there's a lot of people who would Throw be back going Thursday. back Thursday. Yeah. Like, I it wrote so yeah. MySpace blogs all the time yes. and yeah. it was like because it would just show the headline and then you click on it and it goes into the blog there were so many jokes because it where it was like yeah. you, you just get- do the headline and then you get into the joke yes. and i actually tried i mean copious blogs on there this was before <laughs> before yeah. i had all the other ways to get myself out there yeah so um i blogged all the time and i think they were funny i think they were funny anyway i tried to get them because when myspace sh- Shut, like yeah. turned into a the, the hidden cool spot on the internet. Where yeah. You, <laughs> oh, yeah. Check your LinkedIn and also. Yeah. It's like everyone left the mine, but there are people still back there. They're still golden. And then <laughs> yeah. no one's looking. Uh, you could email someone and request a file of your blogs, but That's I never got cool. it. Oh. Yeah. yeah. Someone just not, has them. Is that not still uh, available to people? I, I don't know. I gave time? up. I just feel like, you guys, first of all, top eight was gold for jokes, okay? I gold. Know. Jonathan Lipnicki was my number one friend. <laughs> Do you guys remember him from yeah. Jerry Maguire? Yeah. And then now we're friends on Instagram, but um, I really aggressively pursued him. But then I had, you remember you could change your background? I mm-hmm. would always have different dolphins and diamond, like jumping into each other. And then... I would change my music would always be from one Shaquille O'Neal song to another Shaquille O'Neal song. That's and I remember good. someone writing that and going, did you just change your background music from one Shaquille O'Neal song to another? <laughs> and I was like, you get me. <laughs> I had so. zero friends throughout the entire run of it. Not even Tom. And people would be like, why don't That's you funny. let me be your friend? And it was because there was one other David Huntsberger on MySpace. And I was like, if you can get him to be my friend, I'll, I'll say yes to everybody else. Oh, you didn't accept the friends. <laughs> but I wouldn't accept any friend. Not the, well, not a ton of people tried, I guess. But yeah. I just thought the whole idea was stupid. Um, but I thought if David Huntsberger is my friend, and I would reach out to him. Like, hey, man, be my friend. And I, what I really wanted is to have one friend. Yeah. And it, be the only other David Huntsberger. <laughs> and he wouldn't. He was like this weirdly religious 17-year-old, which felt weird to be emailing, but I and wasn't. now like he's that. 57 years old. Yeah, he's incredible. the man. <laughs> but once, the final time I emailed him, I was just like... He never responded? He would. The first oh, couple times he didn't, great. and then I finally was like... No one else can understand the plight. Like, come on, like, man. If listen, dude, you're it. preventing me yeah, from I mean, being was, able to accept any other friends. MySpace was like you would you would reject people like with words. Like you would be like, yeah, I'm not gonna. Because like, yeah. I remember people would like request me, and I'd be like, Psh. I was like, I don't know you. Now I'm like, I don't care. He rejected me by saying I'm not to be trifled with. 
Those were his did. words. Yeah. He seemed like I'm he would have been a really tri- good friend. <laughs> Wait. In what way did he feel you were trifling with him? I don't did know. Did he think you were a spoof account? I think a lot of my friends had reached out and said, oh, they were trifling with him. Uh, yeah, if someone, it, this is one of those cases, if someone says, hey, don't fuck with me, sometimes it's like, yeah, okay. If someone tells you that they're not someone to be trifled with, <laughs> that means they are not someone to be trifled with. Yeah, yeah that's some real shit. Mm-hmm. You don't Wait, break, fucking break trifle. Break down that profundity, please. I'm not They're sure not I'm even following. joking around by saying don't fuck around with me. Yeah, like, if you're like using, it's just such a bold. Right. That's like a, if you're saying trifled, then do not trifle. <laughs> no trifle. Yeah, I would say so. I feel like that's an invitation to trifle. Honey, don't you, is trifle it, I feel at like your own should risk. have found his fucking address and driven by his house and maybe... Egg. <laughs> I'm trying to bring egging back, by the I way. I hate on a night where you we already lost the fake crying coin flip uh-huh. mm-hmm. but my reaction was very similar to daniel's which was like <laughs> oh. this is not a joke this dude does not want me messing with mm-hmm. him anymore not, yeah. but i could have been wrong and he could have been waiting for my reply like i did the trifled bit He's yeah. like, oh no i found i him. don't I, I don't mean i don't mean in that way like his lips were saying don't trifle but his eyes were saying come trifle <laughs> <laughs> i mean he had those trifle eyes to dare use that saying, word to dare eyes, use that word he deserved it he was i like, mean on trifle the, me not i mean on, on the schoolyard <laughs> someone who says i am not to be trifled with oh, would immediately getting a swirl yeah yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. that's yeah. a total nerd i um i had i found an ann letterman with a n n e which is what my Real name is. Don't tell anyone. Uh-oh. It's actually Anne Francis, which for short is Anne Frank, which thank you, mom and dad. Very cute. <laughs> um, but so they, I found her and she's like a fiddlist in Canada. She's like in her 50s or 60s. And I sent her like a message and she was like, oh my God, this is so amazing. I've never found someone with my name. She's like, what do you do? And I told her I was a fiddlist. <laughs> oh, that's hilarious. <laughs> that I was so really proud of it. Also, MySpace. <laughs> um, my, one of my best friends in the whole world I met on MySpace. Really? I met him on MySpace because I never like accept, accepted people I didn't know. But I was living in Santa Fe and I'd come to L.A. for a party. That's what my life used to be. And I went to a party. It was an 80s prom theme party. Was and it a prom? It was. Yeah, it was. <laughs> it was a prom. Mm-hmm. He was so young and cute. Um, <laughs> I loved his little mustache. It matched mine. But we um, no, it was like an 80s prom party. So I, I was looking at people's top eights, like my friends that had been there. And I was looking at the ones that had like the profile pictures that were from this party. And I just clicked on my friend Mike's and it was so funny. It was just so funny that I was like, we got to be friends. And he lived in LA and I lived in Santa Fe and we used to Skype and stuff. And we were just like. Was he like Austin Powers going, hey, baby, or whatever? <laughs> like, what does he say? <laughs> He's like, I'm Randy, Somebody baby. stop me. Just kidding. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I'm horny. I'm horny, I'm baby. I mean, no, I he wasn't know. being. So. He It was like pretty platon. Hmm. Like and you're still friends with him? Yeah. For, he just texted me. I That's just stayed really at his cool. house the other night. Yeah. He's the best. <sighs> I never well, had a MySpace. If you're going to stay at his house and there's a bed for you to sleep in, I hope oh. it's outfitted in Brooklyn in sheets. I've Definitely. mentioned them before. Uh, so it was a husband and wife team, Vicky and Rich Fulop, who stayed in a hotel and they loved the sheets in the hotel. And they're like, I want to get these sheets for our home. And they asked the hotel how much they would be or where they got them. And it was like thousands of dollars. And they thought, this is insane. Clearly, it's been marked up. Uh, sheets, even great quality sheets like Brooklyn and sheets should not be as expensive as they are. You guys, we've been overpaying for great quality, comfortable sheets for so long. So now, uh, like a lot of other disruptive companies, they are selling great sheets straight to the consumer. They've cut out the middleman. So 
uh, it keeps the cost down. They refer to it as um, luxury bedding underpriced. So we have some wonderful Brooklyn in sheets. They you can get them in classic or you can get them in luxe. So luxe is like sort of satiny, and classic is a little more cool and um, crisp. And uh, they're just they're awesome. Buying great sheets is an easy way to upgrade your life. The right sheets can make or break a good night's sleep and help you feel better and more well well rested every day. Um, and uh, even though quality sheets make for quality sleep, most high-end bedding is marked up by more than 300% by the time it reaches the store. I feel like it should be criminal. That's a lot. Mm. It's insane. Uh, I love my Brooklinen sheets. Try these sheets, and I know you'll love them too. Brooklinen.com has an exclusive offer just for my listeners. Get $20 and free shipping when you use the promo code Allison at brooklinen.com. In fact, Brooklinen is so confident that you'll love your new sheets that they offer a risk-free 60-night satisfaction guarantee and a lifetime warranty on all of their sheets and comforters. There's no reason not to give these sheets a try. The only way to get $20 off and free shipping is to use promo code Allison at brooklinen.com. That's brooklinen, B-R-O-O-K-L-I-N-E-N.com, promo Promo code Allison. Brooklinen, these are the best sheets ever. I love them. They're on your mom's bed. Get it? <laughs> oh my God. I walked right into that. <laughs> if you had been reading that, you would have moved straight into sectionals. Beautifully done. Hmm. Gorgeous. Yeah. If you had. Yeah. If. Yeah, no, but I. You that riff, was. They riffed it. I was so passionate. Share. I was just <laughs> speaking from the heart, you guys. Uh, so I have a few different things to say. I'm just going to start with the one that's most pressing to my soul, even though it might be least interesting to the listeners. You guys, I'm sorry. I'm going to pull myself together soon. You're a marketing genius. <laughs> I really am. Did you? Did anyone see that movie Crazy People from a thousand years ago? I bet Hollywood Video would have had it. And I'm not even sure it's called Crazy People. And this wasn't what I was going to say. But anyway, <laughs> Dudley Moore was in it. And it was like a bunch of people in an insane asylum yes do you know what i'm talking about i know they, exactly what you're they talking about. start so funny they get higher somehow they start writing ad copy and it's so honest it just might work and it's <laughs> yeah. like yeah. volvo um you know boxy boxy but cute or like jaguar when you want a hand job from a swedish model or something like that <laughs> anyway that's my approach uh, with my marketing. But what I was going to say is I had an epiphany that I have frequently, but it's come more into focus, which is I think I really have an addiction to my phone mm -hmm. and I think I need to break it. And like, imagine if there was a short story about a whole tribe of aliens and they were all given these little devices th that they think are like the real world. Like there's a short story to be written about culture and its relationship with a phone or just me and my relationship with a phone like they're given these little square things that they think sh give show them a window to the world and they become so obsessed that they start like not paying attention to what's actually in front of them that is me and my phone um, uh, there's a vim vendors movie called until the end of the world that kind of has that premise well he got it from me <laughs> um so. also black mirror episode well oh. they got that from that's right. Vim. I call him. That's how you say it, right? Even though it's Wim Wenders. It's, it's Vim Vendors. Vim Vendors, honey. <laughs> Jesus. They, all of that straight from Please. me. <laughs> um, because I now get up very early and I got up, I guess, 630 today. And by eight o'clock, I was in a truly terrible mood just from looking at social media and just from feeling like, look at all these fabulous things. And I realized 
I'm aware that there's a real discrepancy between how my brain feels and the reality of my life, which is that like, I'm so grateful for all the wonderful things I have. And I, I know that I have and I know that people, there's a lot of horrible shit going on in the world. So it's gross that I'm sitting here comparing myself to people's Instagram profiles and being like, what's wrong with, but anyway, no one else does that being on social media. It's so weird you do that. Yeah. I know. I would never do that. It's such a short amount of time. I felt just like everything's wrong except for my baby. Mm. But then sometimes the opposite, right? Sometimes you post something, you get likes. It's like the endorphins well, go up. Yes. I always look at it. I always think of it as like a video game where it's like ding 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 ding, like all of like the, you yeah. know, the you're getting all these coins and you then are. you like step in a puddle and you're like, oh. yes. But it's like I have two books sitting next to me that I want to read, yeah. and also Ooh. a baby that I want to engage with. And yeah. there's actually I want to watch the new season of Top of the Lake. I suppose I'm married as well. <laughs> like I'm like bottom of the list. <laughs> you're bottom of the lake. She's got top of the lake. Well, yeah. but you're you're asleep at this time. This is like morning stuff. But what I'm saying wait, is, wait, I'm sorry. Wait, 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 wait. You get up in the morning and he doesn't. No, but he gets up in the night. I was about he to gets say, up in the middle of the night. I I'd be like, you'd I'm be up low all night. on the fucking yeah. no, list. No. I, like, I'd been up at like four. Babies are so rude. But they have no respect for schedule. But anyway, <laughs> well, you do this at night, too, when we're, when we're, you know, at the end of the night. Babies it's not like for it's sure. a thing that's only happening in the beginning. Well, of the let day. me get to that second. Not- I can't make progress on any actual thing because, like, even just reading a book, because. I'm my brain is so locked in my brain and I are so locked into my phone and like clicking from one app to the next to the next. What has value in the world? Where do you see yourself as this like on an archaeology dig somewhere away from all of it? Or like, how do you see yourself as a version that doesn't get pleasure out of these things? Does that exist? Like when you're doing them, I should be reading the book. Well, should you? So today my phone was almost out of juice well, so anyway, th- but this, the thing where like I was in a fine mood and now I feel all yucky and like I'm not doing enough and, and what, where did I, it all go wrong? And yet all of that just exists in the phone. And if I just put it over here, then I look around and like my life is pretty great. Yeah. And also, so, Allison, yes. the people that you're looking at and you're comparing yourself They're to assholes. are bullshitting. I know. It's like, they're not there's very few honest instagrams it's like people like taking pictures of themselves choosing the light choosing the filter choosing everything deciding to send so it's like people are full of shit you never oh, know, know what the truth is but it's like yeah so then um how are we not supposed to do it though my phone was was running out of juice so i plugged it in in the other room elliot fell asleep on me Aww. and instead of putting him in his crib i decided i'm just going to going to get into the recliner, uh, lean back, like fall. I'm going to take a nap, even though I don't fully fall asleep. I'm taking a nap. I'm going to take a nap with him on me. So I got into the chair, got all comfy. He was asleep on me. And then Wendy, who was asleep in his room, came out and climbed on the chair. And so I took a nap with Elliot and Wendy under a blanket without my phone. And I felt so fulfilled. And that you so- had someone come take a picture and you posted it on Instagram. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> and then I did a story about it. I just um, feel like we got to like make a headband for a baby that holds your phone. And you can do it yes. all. Yes. Probably a little bit bad for their the sonars or whatever. The funny thing the is that there used to be so tumors. much concern about having your phone near your brain. And you don't hear that at all anymore. Because they're trying to sell them phones. I guess you're right. Because that's something I was... a like oftentimes I'll be holding him and I've got the phone in my hand and it's 
either near his head or near his junk. That can't be good. Yeah. Oh, his baby junk. So cute. Can I see? <laughs> <laughs> the best was when my brother had his son and he was like, I was over at the house and it was like, I don't know, he was a couple weeks old and they're like, he had just gotten circumcised and like, do you want to see it? And I was like, a million percent. I've never wanted to see a wiener more. And it was all chopped up. And Ugh. it looked like, a, um, I'm still excited about it. It was so crazy looking, but it looked like, um, like a piece of raw meat, like on top of a soup dumpling. You don't want to Google how to wash a baby's dong. That's Greg Heller. <laughs> Thank you, Greg. Yeah. yeah. I walked into one of those koala changing stations. You know, they're like yeah, right yeah. at the... So I'm walking in an airport restroom and then peripherally see a child being changed on it. Don't think anything of it. But then I see this scrotum that's like an elephant rug in comparison to this baby's size. It's huge. It's mm-hmm. like, and then so swaddled a minute. Yeah. I did like a genuine double, like I what know. is, and then I, I can't do that, <laughs> but it was so bizarre. It was the yeah. weirdest flat. It was like a pancake size scrotum. Yeah. It's so scary that you can't, it's like, not scary, but it's like, uh, it's like such a weird thing. Like that there's like nudity and like all the, it's like, you can't, it's like you want and then, but looking at it, then you're like, wait, I'm, they're going to assume the fucking worst that I'm right. like, let me see that baby skirt. I'm like, that's so crazy. It's like, yeah. I feel like the same thing. The whole reason there's any like question about breastfeeding in public is because people are like, that's crazy. I don't want to get a bone. It's like, just don't yeah. get a bone. Like, what the fuck? Yeah. One time long ago, I shook this girl's hand who was a stranger. I had never met her. And we had several mutual friends in yeah, this group. Yeah, was there a reason? Uh, yeah, it was I mean, like we were approached being introduced. each other. It was like a silent. It was like, yeah, you, these friends are here and those friends are there and this is so and so. And then I shook her hand and it was an abnormal sized hand. Oh, and it happens all the time. Which direction? It was um, very thin this way. Like Her palm was thin. Her palm was thin. And so I said, oh, what happened to your hand? And she like without batting eye goes, oh, I was born with like this nerve damage thing. And then we had a like a conversation for like thirty minutes just about life and human interaction mm. and what's appropriate and inappropriate. It was, I felt like it it broached that aspect of like how often do we go. I'm not seeing that. I'm not looking at that thing. Yeah, I don't see that. That's good. And if I had stopped over to the child there and to the parent and like picked what's up going the scrotum <laughs> and went, what is this? What's going on here? You acted like you were dusting a rug. <laughs> We Certainly talked about can. the scrotum well, for 45 minutes. I think that's amazing. And I wish that, okay, I went on an internet date with a guy. Okay, and this is not me making fun of him. But I showed up and he had like, his hand had some things going on. It was a little lobster claw And um, we never talked about it. Mm-hmm. And I didn't care. I was like, this will be fun. And then we went out to eat. And I swear he took me to a lobster place. And he no. was eating, I swear to God. And I was like, how have we not He wants you to talk about it. He, I, he was tempting me. I mean, he mm-hmm. literally was tempting me, but I had sex with him anyway, but it wasn't. Never addressing the hand? Never addressing Did the hand. Did it touch your nether regions? <laughs> of course. Why do you out? think I was in? The minute I saw it, I was like, okay, this will be fun. Um, but I did ask him to pull my hair and it didn't work. It just combed it. It wasn't really latch. <laughs> but I hope he's doing well. That's facetious. What? That's all true. He combed your hair. It didn't. You, you said comb my hair? Ri- no, I said pull my hair. But he oh, I said it. to try to pull my hair. I think I said try to pull hair. your hair. Pull my hair. And then it didn't. Well, I said pull my hair and then it like. You didn't say try to pull my hair. I didn't that say try. Been awesome. I said pull my hair and it just. Try. Like, it was implied. Yeah. It just. Can you pull it. my hair with your lobster claw is not. It was just so like. I just wish we talked about it. Yeah. But, well, I, maybe you could seek him out like you did Stonebreaker. I think I don't want to see this guy again. I, Mm. It felt like a situation when I left the hotel room that I was like lighting like through like a lit match behind and it exploded and I was like, I'm do you do online dating? No, that was one of the only ones. It was that one and one other one. And I was like, I can't handle it. There's too much. My whole take on it is like, 
when you when you're when you see someone online and this happened with not him but this other guy where it was like i just had this i saw him online and i wasn't looking for a relationship or anything right like i was just like out of a relationship i was just trying to like hook up or whatever and i see this guy i'm not being serious about it and i go well you know what he seems kind of hot like he seems hot and i'm like looking at his stuff and i read his bio and i like decide what his voice sounds like and i like what his stature is and like i take like little things he says and i create this whole like person and like personality and i'm like this guy's so hot he's so awesome he's so cool like he's got like you know he's in music he probably produces like hip-hop like he's so cool such a fucking dude like such a man and then so like then i went all in right i was like let's meet up this is gonna like let's ice bucket challenge this shit and we just like went like crazy and then i met up with him and he was like so effeminate so not my type so into classical music like i just got the wrong type of music like everything he was eating cashews which to me is like the least sexy snack <laughs> i went to his apartment i thought he was gonna have like a big apartment it was like, this tiny room it was, wait like, what is the sexiest snack <laughs> yeah. like anything but that beef like, jerky beef jerky yeah. even like i would take funyuns i would take something fun like funyuns or something cool like fucking cashews bro get the fuck out of here he had said he only dated black women so i had like an idea that of him that was not correct cashews deal breaking cashews it was just on top of a lot of things was he doing a scoop and sort of like shake them into the mouth or one by one delicately delicate like everything about him was so delicate not like a guy that would chomp into a raw onion that would be like yeah (laughs) not a real man a real onion man it was just like so so then I was like, I'm not only dealing with the fact that I'm like in a situation that I kind of jumped into that I'm not really interested in being in, right? That I've already had all these expectations, which now this was like a little while ago. Now I would just be like, I'm sorry, man, we're not. But you could have probably jetted and he would be like, all right, I'm just Yeah, of course cashews, I could have jetted. <laughs> Let me no, it was so, I, I definitely could have jetted. This is Vivaldi. <laughs> but I was like, I don't know. I was still dealing with like, I used to just really feel like pleasing men and making men feel good and i would like choose strangers over my own feelings all the time like mm. I, I think it's like a common thing i don't think i'm yeah. the only one and it was just like so i think even the reason i drank so much when i was younger was like i hated rejecting men like i hated it so i would just like drink so i would either fuck them or not and um but i just like was just it was like my last time i'll ever do that like, i'll never ever do that again but it was and i and he had found out what i do for a living i i lie on the apps because i don't want people you can find me it's crazy and so he like had figured out what i did somehow and it was just like such a like lame situation and um and so i'm dealing with like just not being happy like in the present with him but i'm also like dealing with like the death of this like character i mm-hmm. created like i had made this perfect man and it's like not it's so only- easy to do that online and he doesn't to just exist. project yeah and then so i'm dealing with the fact that there's like literally like a funeral for my dream guy mm. and then also dealing with the fact you that i'm a psycho yourself. i catfished myself and then i'm dealing with the fact that i'm like it's crazy i just made up this person like what am i doing and then i'm dealing with this fucking dork you know and like <laughs> yeah you know and it was just like a gross not a fun situation and when i left it was like i was like i'm never and i told him i was like every and all these situations the guys are like i can't wait to see you again i'm like you're crazy are you not realizing this was the worst thing that ever happened so i'm always like yeah i always say something like no i like to live wide open i don't really think we're gonna our paths are gonna be <laughs> i was like sorry honey and um but so he i was like i'm you know so i left and he's like kind of laughed when i said yeah i'm not gonna see you again because i'm clear in the beginning i'm like this is what i'm interested in and i i'm not currently interested in that but at the time i was and so i leave and then he's like, 
snap i blocked him on a lot of things but he started snapchatting me and stuff i'm like what the fuck does this guy want so i look at the snapchat and it's a picture of my watch and i was like at first i was like i'll just buy another watch like i respect myself enough to just buy another watch and not see this person again and then behind it was 150 dollars that i dropped out of my pocket so it was the watch and the money i would use to buy the watch the new watch (laughs) i was like fuck so then i had to have my friend (laughs) wait in this cashew encounter you just chunked out 150 dollars it just fell out of my pocket yeah i'm not <laughs> clean or <laughs> organized i mean we should, just we should hang out, out though yeah no yeah. <laughs> honestly i was just saying i want to date a guy like for once in my life where when we're when we get into my car and inevitably there's a 20 that's just kind of floating in the center console area and he goes like is this my 20 or your 20 that I don't just go, you need it more than me. You can have it. Okay. (laughs) That happens. I'm always dating. I'm like, just take the fucking time. I I was just walking the dog yesterday and there was a crisp brand new $5 bill sitting on the grass. No one around. And I, you're first like, okay, this is some sort of prank show thing, right? right? Like, oh, there's going to be dog shit on it or something. But it was, no, I went over, picked it up. And as I'm walking away, I thought, I don't need this $5. It doesn't even make me that excited to find it like it would have when I was 12. If I'd have found $5, it would have made my week. Why not just leave it there because some kid might find it and make their week? And I and I said, that's a great idea as I walked back in the apartment. I take it sometimes and give it to a homeless person. Though. Well, I feel now I have it in my pocket reminding me choose, what a selfish dick I am. I wanted to see you there, though, in the window later and yeah. other people coming. Like, no, no, that's for a kid. Yeah. <laughs> you're just examining. Right. With the, you know, I like the idea yeah. that it was attached to a fishing wire and someone mm-hmm. was going to pull it away from you. But of I course, think that's that, the first thing I was thinking. No, but I think that it's like fine. Like if you if you get like random money like as long as you just do something that's not yeah i never or treat yourself who cares i never pick up and i i passed this is not like the hugest sum but i remember i passed 40 dollars one time in new york and i never pick it up because i just always go well i but i know for sure it's not mine i, I mean, just I feel never like, do also, even i could be I'm i like, could be in a energy. new place i've never been before and be like this could very well be my $40. <laughs> if, I can't say yeah. it's not. But I also, I lost like a chunk of money out of my pocket pretty recently. And um, I was searched it a for five. <laughs> no, it was a lot more money than that. But I was like, kind of just like, you know what? I just hope there was like a, there was like a younger, like Mexican family wandering around. And then there were like three rich gay dudes. And I was like, fuck, I wonder, I just hope it was the family. Mm. Not that I'm against the rich guys getting it, but it was just like, yeah, spend it on some kids' ice I, cream or something. I mean, if there had, and been by the way, any, buying them a restaurant, <laughs> if an there ice had, cream restaurant. If there had been anybody of- around, I would have left. It. <laughs> like out of the assumption that maybe take it. it I was think theirs. take it. It's there. It's like it's not. Well, I don't feel And then guilty. you look around and you make sure it's not anyone else's. Like you're not a monster. Like if if there were other people walking, you wouldn't pick it up. Like I know people that would like step. Probably the guys I date would like step <laughs> on it. And stand there for a second, yeah. hiding it That's under the their move. foot, and then That's like the pretending move. that they drop something. Here's the thing: it, I don't feel guilty, but I just it didn't give me any joy. Right. So what? So why not just Fine. Leave it? give me the five bucks? I'll take it. <laughs> you got it, Daniel. No, fuck no. I'm gonna buy some no, candy fuck, with it. Fuck you. <laughs> and everyone. Else. Yeah. When was the last time you changed your home air filter? Seamless. <laughs> Probably a long time ago. When was the last ago? time I've had a home? <laughs> Americans spend 90% of their time indoors where concentrations of pollutants are two to five times higher than the typical outdoors. And to that point, I just want to say, I saw this thing on the news today about West Nile virus and mosquitoes. They mentioned they mentioned where you live, Jeff, as a specific 
population where there's a lot of where it's especially here in LA. Yeah, there's like five different places in LA. They mentioned Bel Air. <laughs> exactly. They mentioned the penthouse of Bel Air. They mentioned like five different places in LA where it's especially especially what? on guard for mosquitoes with really? West Nile virus. Yeah, we're not in I didn't one know of we them. We had mosquitoes. We do. It's anyway, Are you sponsored by West Nile virus? I'm so No, confused. but my point was I read this and I'm like <laughs> this plus the sun causing skin it's, cancer there's no reason to go outside anymore it's just, i'm not ever going to go outside which is why it's even more important to have clean air uh air filters help filter out airborne allergens if you suffer from asthma or allergies keeping your the air uh in your home cleaner can make a huge difference so filter easy solves the number one problem with home air filters which is that people forget to change them the average homeowner changes their home air filters like one to two times in a year a year the minimum you're supposed to change them is four times a year I guarantee you no one does that. No one is changing them four times a year because you forget and it's too hard. So don't ever, or, or sorry, excuse me. Or you live in a car. <laughs> you won't ever forget to change your air filters in your home again with Filter Easy because they deliver your exact size home filter to your door when it's time to replace. So save 5 to 10% on home air conditioning costs by keeping your air conditioning and heating systems cleaner. You save on maintenance of your air conditioner. Uh, get started today. FilterEasy.com is offering all Allison Rosen is your new best friend listeners their first delivery of standard one-inch air filters for free with free shipping. Never forget to change your air filter again and visit FilterEasy.com slash Rosen uh, or enter the promo code Rosen on the homepage. So FilterEasy.com slash Rosen or enter the promo code Rosen on the homepage. I say do both. Okay. Allison, would you like to take the smartphone compulsion test? Yes. I believe it's a 15-question test to see if your phone is interfering with your relationship. Oh, yeah. And if your phone use is reasonable. You think we should do this on the show? (laughs) Yeah. All right. Should we all take it? Yeah, I mean, Uh, I didn't know the answer. (laughs) Or should just I take it? Let's just have you take it. Okay, I'll take it. Okay. Yes or no, do you find yourself spending more time on your phone than you realize? Yes. Fast answer. I like that. Do you find yourself mindlessly passing time on a regular basis by staring at your phone? Yes. <laughs> do we need what to go through this? saying no to these. What <laughs> right. fucking weird... Do you seem to lose track of time when on your phone? Yes. Do you find yourself spending more time texting, tweeting, or emailing yes. as opposed to talking to people in <laughs> yes. person? Yes. Didn't even need to qualify that. <laughs> Than, than anything. Has the amount of time you spend on your phone been increasing? Yes. Um, yes. <laughs> Do you wish you could be a little yes. less involved with your yes, phone? Yes, yes. Do you sleep with your phone turned on under your pillow or next to your bed regularly? Yes. I check in the middle of the night. Okay. Do you find yourself viewing and answering texts, tweets, and emails at all hours of the day and night, even when it means interrupting other things you are doing? Yep. In what way, you, though? Sorry to interrupt the, the line of questioning, but like you'll be in the middle of what, and then like talking to Daniel, and then oh, oh, just hang on, sorry, just one second. Or watching a show it's together. One of my quotes, or air quotes, pleasures. listening to Daniel, <laughs> or in quotes, watching TV. Well, we'll watch a show <laughs> together. She'll fall asleep, and I'll finish it. I'll go. Right, well, let's rewatch it. So now I'm watching it the second time for her sake, and I'll look over, and she's just. And I'm like, did you get that joke? And she's like, oh, what? <laughs> and I'm like, I have to watch it a third time? 
So I'll be like, are you? So I'm constantly like, are you watching? Because I don't want to watch it the second time. You should live. You know what you got to do? Put the monitor in front of the TV. Just take watch the TV. Yeah. I'm going to take the fucking the 55 inch TV and just it. put it between the phone <laughs> and her face. Um, yeah, my ex used to get mad at me about being on my phone and I would always be like, sorry, you don't have more followers. It's so fun. You <laughs> don't get how fun it is. It's like nothing happens when you post things, but when I post things, like there's interactions. It is like a Wait, video Wait, can I game. tell you something though? Yes, we got it, but then we got to return to the quiz because okay, fa- I, I don't know which way it's going to go. Facebook, I think, is the worst now because Facebook is like, it's really showing you how much people want people to just talk to them at all. Like they want any attention. Like those colored posts people are doing where they just say things like, What's your favorite color? Or do you guys like movies? Like people ask the fucking dumbest questions I've ever heard in my goddamn life. And then people respond or they go like, who's the prettiest actress or like stuff like that. And it's like the mind numbingness of it. It's just so people are like responding. They're they're lonely. I cannot stand (laughs) Facebook. Okay, so let's go. I hate it. All right. Next sponsor. Did you guys ever go on Facebook? It's so good. Do you text, email, tweet, or surf while driving or other or doing other similar activities that require your focused attention and concentration? Yes. yes. Go. I know. I don't feel good about that one. You when get- I go running, I nearly always die, and I end up yelling into people's mouths, <laughs> please stop texting. Oh, I thought you were going to say oh, you must I die thought, from texting, right. like running up. That's what I thought, too. Oh, no, no, no. It's yeah, people it constantly almost killing see, me. I, I was having a problem with it, and I got one of those Uber driver things for, like, the the window. Yeah, sort of. And I don't, I don't touch it anymore. It's good. I mean, I will FaceTime every once in a while, but hands-free. <laughs> do, yeah. you, do you feel your phone decreases your productivity at times? Mm-hmm. Yes. Your job is your fucking social media. That's true. That's true. But that's what we say to ourselves. But you, you did yeah. talk earlier about... I would like to read a book. Yeah. Do you feel reluctant to be without your cell phone or with to be without your cell or smartphone even for a short time? Feels irresponsible. For take real. That is a yes? Yeah. Like no, you guys we, ever go walk Wendy and just leave your phones in the and house? And your baby. This is what this is what I do. I go I go Daniel, you have your phone, right? Mm-hmm. Well, that's different that's though. Different. That actually speaks to why I feel nervous to not have my phone. I feel like if something happens to my parents or like it's mostly my parents, like I, I want them to be able to reach me quickly. Mm-hmm. So I oftentimes though, I will leave my phone here if we're going to walk Wendy, as long as Daniel has his phone. So that is a chunk of time where I'm not checking Twitter. So that happened once like six months ago. <laughs> <laughs> Do you feel ill at ease or uncomfortable when you accidentally leave your phone in the car or at home, have no service or have a broken phone? Yes. I think everyone does. Who the fuck would not right. feel a little ill at ease? Yes, I'll right. jump in there. I feel great. Like if I find myself <laughs> walking somewhere and going, I don't have my phone. It has and happened. I didn't, even no- I didn't even notice. I love it. It I, has happened. I really yeah. appreciate that. Like feeling. I feel like in, was Ireland or somewhere <clears throat> when I didn't have service and I was like, this is actually great. But Ireland, you really don't want to have service because if you're fucking texting and driving, <laughs> you're already when on the I other take, side of the road, you're in fucking trouble. When I take Wendy out in the morning, I typically don't bring my phone and I like to not take it and sometimes when i would used to walk when i would walk oliver i used to not take my phone but then it occurred to me but what if something were to happen like what if i were to lock myself out or anything like that i would wish i had my phone but you were talking about this future world that you created and everyone borrowed from in sort of a dystopia don't you then look back on the previous world where we everyone kept living without those options they were able to manage yeah well but it was in inco- <laughs> but it was inconvenient oh but yes. It was an inconvenient world. 
wasn't it? It, was an it certainly was coming this fall. <laughs> <laughs> an inconvenient <laughs> world. When you eat meals, is your phone always part of the table place setting? Yes. But is it up or down? Well, look, we're a couple of classy gentlemen. <laughs> and we, we're all guys here. Listen. Yeah. We, we don't eat at a table because I record my podcast at a table, but my phone is sitting on the table to the left of me. Right. Wait, can I just ask a question about yes, that? Yes, you can. Are you saying you don't eat at a table because... You're like, my job is to eat at a table and I don't shit where I eat. Or is it like, <laughs> or is it like the table's filled with podcast stuff? Yeah, it's the, the latter. I loved the first option where you were like, yeah. why would I, I bother? I'm not at work, eat. motherfucker. <laughs> I, I only, <laughs> I sit while I work. So that's why I always stand when I eat. <laughs> I like that idea, but no, no. Do you set up a table setting for your phone? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> my phone is not going to be lean cuisines, bitch, either. Okay. Little, and if it, little, that's tiny a fork and spoon, oh just me or everybody, napkin. the person out there that does, I want to be friends with you instantly. <laughs> so I want to know that you found a cell phone sized <laughs> cutlery set. Oh my god, <laughs> little that's mini adorable. knife and fork. I um, was out to eat um, with this dude today, and he has one of the bigger phones, you know. Mm-hmm. And his, I was sitting over his phone, I didn't even realize, dripped so much shit on it. And it did feel good. It was like a placemat. I was like, this is fucking great. I'm so glad it's your phone and not mine. Right. But I guess that wasn't really a good story. But I liked it. I went to lunch with a dude. So deal with it, guys. Was it a date? Kind of, yeah. Lunch date. Neat. Classy. Adults. Not really. I got a friend. Ah, what? I know what it was. Those fucking cashews. It was <laughs> cashew guy. Yeah, it was cashew test. Actually, here's failed. the thing I didn't tell you guys. Lobster claw and cashew guy, same guy. How much money did oh, you leave at uh, lunch? Um, I did. What's funny is that I am being texted by my friend. I didn't leave money at that lunch, but I'm being texted by my friend who I stayed at his place this weekend. He's like, I found wads of money. It's hmm? like when he's like, I can bring it to you. You can come get it. <laughs> so funny. We could start carpooling to the show. If you want. <laughs> I mean, it's crazy. I'm just tipping people left and right. Uh, when your phone rings, beeps, or buzzes, do you feel an intense urge to check for texts, tweets, emails, updates, etc.? Yes, but allow me to say, I normally keep everything silenced on my phone, mm-hmm. which is why I have to check it 45 times Do you think you do it on purpose? Because it's more of like an, it's more exciting when you see it. Do you know what I mean? It's like there's more things piled up. Maybe. You know I mean? you're like, wow, they never more. pile up though. All I do is just check my email. I'm like, oh, oh nothing, scroll, nothing, nothing, yeah, nothing. Yeah, no, no, no. I scroll. I push the thing and I, re- yeah. I what the do you call brief it? Refresh. Window where ringtones were a big item. Yeah. And then it just <laughs> disappeared because Tears everyone from went heaven to s- was a good one. vibrate. You never have to make an announcement, turn off your ringers, unless the crowd is predominantly like over 60, 65. Yeah. Because everyone else is on silent because they check them so much. My dad, this reminded me of my father. He will go to the movies together and he gets, he's hard of hearing so he gets like the earphones and then proceeds to say the craziest things louder than anyone oh, has God. ever imagined. He'll be like, a lot of Jews in here, huh? Or like whatever. And like, Dad, oh my God. This is just family time chat. <laughs> Everyone's so fucking old in here. I'm like, Dad, you're literally screaming so loud. One time this old woman, um, this older woman um, was went to go to the bathroom in the movie and she accidentally was a day, my dad and I go to matinees. Also, the Jew thing was an exaggeration. I feel like I just made my dad sound bad, but he's Jewish. But anyway, so the... Um, the she went it was daylight so she accidentally went out the exit so like the day mm. the sunlight came right. in and my dad was laughing so hard it was one of the funniest things <laughs> i've ever seen just my dad's <laughs> enjoyment of the exit door opening of the woman going through the wrong 
<laughs> I mean, we're we're all gonna get Alzheimer's from that, but anyway, yeah, that and the tinfoil I smoked weed out of <laughs> as a child. All right, last question: Do you find yourself mindlessly checking your phone many times a day, even when you know there is likely nothing new or important to see? That one, no. Yes, <laughs> yes. I there's only something important one? to see. Jesus. Why would they, that's insulting that they would ask that question? I know. I After feel all like, the other I, ones, yeah, it's gotta. Feel- it's got to be okay. like if you had the option of saving if if you knew how to do CPR and someone needed it but you are were also getting a call or something. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I want to say raise the stakes. I want to say I feel like most people would answer yes on most or all of these. Like this seems weighted towards making people feel like they're addicted to their phone. But it's yeah, like, it's what like they sort of horoscope-ish. Yeah, well, it's like those things where it's like, are you suffering depression? Do you get sleepy? Mm-hmm. Do you sometimes <laughs> have headaches? Do you yeah, have yeah. a, a frust... Do you get frustrated? During the- it's like, <laughs> yeah, everyone does, right? Like, okay, But what do they recommend? You answered yes to 15 out of 15 <laughs> questions. It is likely that you, you, you may... You do not have a problem. It's so weird. You don't actually have a problem. <laughs> but somehow you, you won. It is likely that you have you may have a problematic or compulsive phone use pattern. If your score is over eight, you might consider seeing a psychologist, psychiatrist, or psychotherapist. All of them. If it's or over all of eight. <laughs> if it's over eight. eight. You had almost double that. Uh, who specializes in behavioral addictions for a consultation? I just think in the same way that when someone has an addiction they aren't really present and they're kind of vacant and it's like they there's something that's occupying them all the time i feel like i'm becoming that person and it's my like nervous compulsion and relationship with my phone and probably also other stuff i do think it's a lot of other things too and i want mm. you to give yourself a little bit of a break because you're yeah, not you have a lot of other problems don't <laughs> thank you you're don't a real piece of shit allison and i'm so glad we're here to talk. no um no i think that you're fu- i think that like you have a like a lot of extra things like i think about like when i go back to santa fan i'm hanging out with my friends they're not checking their phones because they're not one they're not parents right but they're also not in entertainment there's nothing can I interject too that we're living in a time when it feels like apocalyptic shit breaks every half yeah. hour. And so a lot of people have been moved into this category right. just by the fact of like, what is the crazy shit that is right. going to kill us now? Right. You know, or West Nile, which apparently. is a symptom yeah. and also the problem, right? It's yeah. the same thing. Well, it, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. But well, it's, thank you. I'm just saying for myself, I would, I would I like, feel like to you gave him liberate. the thank you and not me. And I just, I, this no, is how thank I do you it. to both. I was, punching up, just kidding, kidding. <laughs> I was punching up your thank you. I just you. feel like you gave your husband the thank you that I deserved. And it's, <laughs> he would never feel that way, though. That's the thing. No, I want you guys to just love, to keep loving. Yeah. You know, it's like, I feel conflicted. <laughs> yeah, but. <laughs> yeah, I would actually prefer it. <laughs> I feel conflicted giving her an excuse um, just because it would be nice if I had my wife. I think there have to be more. like I think about sometimes doing like a like a timed <laughs> like a timeout. You know? That's what I was thinking. What if yeah. I just yeah. check it in the morning and the evening? That's a little I, too extreme. That's not going to happen. I know. You know that's but, and also the juicy stuffs in the midday. But <laughs> I think it's about like how long can you go in the morning without doing? Because I know when I roll over and I like I'm looking at my phone before I have a glass of water or piss or like brush my teeth or do anything. It's like I'm I'm already sucked into it. And I've had some things happen to me online that are like, I mean, have really wounded me. Like I've had like I got attacked by this one random. I don't even want to mention the genre of human she is. But like I got attacked by this person Science who I fiction? never met. She's 
the genres cunt. But anyway, so um, no, but I want it. She's just like in my life through an ex or whatever. But so it was just like attacked by a person I've never met who obviously someone I loved at one point talked shit on me to her and then she came after me or whatever. It's like I literally never met this person, but she said some things to me that were so fucking mean that like for months I've been just like wounded about it. I'm thinking about it. It's like, I don't know this. This is all social media. Yeah. It's all I don't. If you don't, this is not a person. I've never. Who is this? I could. It could be someone could have made this person up. Mm-hmm. But they didn't. But anyway. <laughs> she thinks she can get away with talking to you like that just because she's a Supreme Court justice. <laughs> and you know, this is what I was going cool. to say. It's Hillary Duff. But um, I'm very <laughs> upset with you, Hillary. No, it was just some like, yeah, whatever. Yeah. But it's like, I let that bother me forever. And I'm like, this is just, if I just it's didn't just have real. Instagram. Yeah. I know. I think about that a lot. I, I had the notion for a little while earlier before I knew you as well as I know you. Um that we could, I could introduce movies that I know you haven't seen that mm. I love. Yeah, I know. And I would be, but I thought, you know what I'd have to do is confiscate the phone because you have to watch these movies. Mm-hmm. You can't just. Who just you know? watches a movie? Do you really just watch or you don't? <clears throat> I you can just do that. check less. If it's something I like and I'm into, I will watch it. He'll give but, himself a whole experience. He'll look, turn I'll the lights check my out. phone during the fucking movies yeah. at the movie theater. I don't give a shit, dude. I don't follow rules, motherfucker. <laughs> I do what I want. But I realized that that was a fool's wish <laughs> that was never like it's just not it's not gonna like you're piling on. hard it's hard because well, sorry i understand both arguments right like because but i'm the allison usually in the relationship so it's like i you know like at my ex i would also kind of point out to be like i don't know if you could just like have all the answers of the world and like have like be a bunch of people telling me you like something i said yeah. like i would probably pay more attention to you but it's like this is like be better than my be but better than my I'll phone. Like, be better than my phone. Well, it's but true. I want it's like to when Ben signs money. Free myself in general from needing so much outside validation. That's a, yes. another thing. Because I mean, yes, it is like a video game, and it's like ding ding ding, ding or it's like a yeah. you know a um, slot machine or whatever. When when the likes come in, yeah. and when it's like, oh, look at all you know, look how my posts are doing or whatever. Ring, but ring. but that too i feel like is artificial yeah no it is and i think like that's sort of i realized sorry you guys i don't mean to make this so me 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 um i'll get off this in one second listen if you stop looking at your phone you can just talk about yourself more (laughs) that's the cool (laughs) part no you're fine but that's like a big thing i realized i want to work on is with with my team of therapists and their cat and mouse confusing analogies not needing validation because the sorry to get sorry to apologize so much i feel like i can (laughs) cure this you gotta smoke some dmt and you stop caring the goals that i have the career goals that i have for myself and i have talked about this a little bit before it should be about wanting to do, the things that I want to do in my life, it should be about wanting to do them because they're meaningful, not wanting to do them because I want to be seen as a person who has done them. And I really wish I were past that in life. Like, this is a thing that comes up sort of. I'm just realizing it's a pattern. Mm-hmm. Like, I feel like at my age, having a baby now, having been doing this as long as I have been doing it, I really shouldn't care so – I really shouldn't be judging myself so much by how I'm seen. It really should, I mean, and you only live for such a short amount of time. It really should just be about my experience of this world. Well, and also it, you, how do you know how you're seeing, I mean, it's like, you can't know. know that. So it's, you're, you're basing 
part of your happiness on something that is not even knowable. It's fiction. I you, know. You, you you choose the data points. Like you're choosing the data points to give uh you know, power to and ignoring other ones. I know. And I know. So it's because my mice why? are out of control, evidently. Yeah. But we're don't worry. We're putting them back in their habit trail. Everything's um, okay too though, you know what I mean? I know. You give yourself a break. It's like we're all just like, this is like a new time. You know, things are happening. We're all like adjusting to this new shit. Everything's going on and everything's online now. And it's weird. It's really right. weird. And there is like a lot of attention and we're already in an attention-y job. And it's like, it's hard to manage that. And I think with women, like we get a lot of attention. Like there's things. Yeah, that's the other thing. Like, um, and I don't want this to come off bad, but it's like, People who have a lot of followers and a lot of interaction, like you say, it's a different equation, their phone, than someone who doesn't. If you right. just have, you know, 25 followers and you tweet something and maybe someone gets back to you mm. and maybe they don't. But if... Ouch. But if... Yeah. <laughs> but if you've got like a lot of followers and there's a ton of interaction, that can be very stimulating yeah. and, it, yeah. and it might not even be about the validation. It's about like something exciting that you can, that is in the palm of your hand at all times, Yeah, you know? And, um, I don't, I don't know that I judge that badly. I think that it's like it, when it's getting in the way of other things you want to be doing and you can't stop from doing it, that's when it kind of becomes a problem because it's, because it's your that's own. That's what I'm saying. Well, you yeah, feel like you've done something. Not, like when when you have like when you're like, oh, I want to get this thing done, and then you wake up and you go through, you do a tweet or something that gets yeah tweeted a bunch, and then you're like, wow, I did something. <laughs> you like didn't do anything. Like I think right. as far as like with joke writing and stuff, it's like you know, I'm like, all right, I'm gonna get up today and I'm gonna try to write one joke. You know, like I'm gonna fucking write something. I'm gonna do something, and then I tweet something or whatever. And I'm like, that's enough or whatever. And I'm like, this wouldn't even work on stage. Like I didn't even do the thing that I want to do. Like I always talk to Kurt Metzger about. Like he's like. Because he doesn't really do, he never does Instagram. He's like, or no, it wasn't Kurt. Maybe it was DeRosa. It was one of my guy f- friends was like, that should be jokes. Like you're making jokes on these pictures and it should be just regular jokes, which is their opinion. I actually like making jokes on Insta- Instagram and I think you can make funny stuff, but mm. I don't know. I like it, but I know what you're saying. It's like we're missing out on things and, but I think everyone is. I don't think it's like a thing you're, you should be like, yeah. it's not yeah. a you problem. Thank you. That is as directed right at you. That thanks. <laughs> Don't even look at her. Got <laughs> no splash from that. Don't even <laughs> no look at her. Uh, you guys, I have to tell you about American Housewife. I was absolutely paid to say this. It's a hundred percent a commercial for an ABC television comedy. If you're enjoying the honesty here, if you like it when people keep it real, then I have a show for you. It's ABC's hit comedy, American Housewife. It's now on Wednesday nights at nine thirty after Modern Family. Your favorite brutally honest, totally relatable mom, Katie Otto, and her flawed family live in the wealthy town of Westport, Connecticut, a town filled with cookie cutter families living perfect lives. Together, Katie and Greg work to ensure their kids won't wind up just like everyone else else, but it's not easy. The everyday obstacles of Westport, whether it's teachers, neighbors, or even crossing guards, make them feel like it's them versus the world, with Katie determined to come out the winner. This is one mom who knows her family is perfectly imperfect, and she's far from sorry. TV Guide calls American Housewife must-watch, Variety calls it unapologetic, and AV Club says it's a brave new take on the sitcom mom. American Housewife is all new on Wednesdays, 9.30, 8.30 Central, after Modern Family on ABC. Let's hear an update from Jenna and Al. So Jenna is like, as we record this, basically a week away from her due date. When oh, you really? Guys hear, I believe her due date was September 30th. Wow. Um, so even less than a week. When you hear this, it should just be a couple days away from her due date. Unless her due date got changed, and I don't know. I thought it was September 30th. And they're in Florida? No, they're in Georgia. 
Georgia. Wow. Imagine mm-hmm. if she, her water breaks on air or on during this message. That would be exciting. That would, wow. I hope that happens. Well, we bought a golf cart and we drive it around. Cruising up and down Atlanta, burning up this town. Jim and Al. Hello. How's it going? Hey, guys. Are you like podcasting right now or what? Must feel pretty good. Um, soaking up that SoCal sunshine. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, we are in Georgia. That is where we still are. I am haven't s- left yet. No, no. Yeah. I'm still super pregnant. We're ready for this baby to get here. I am and so done. It's like still like a week, two weeks away. Yeah. So is. hang in there with us. You know, uh, I'd like to go into labor, so yeah, we're doing, we're trying to make that happen. We'll see. Janae's coming out. You're yep. probably going to be much more relaxed. This baby will just slip right out. <sighs> oh gosh. Well, when you put it that way, can't wait. Um, <laughs> just giving him the visual. That's right. Uh, what else is going on, babe? Uh, just handyman yeah. activities all over the yeah, place. Yeah, we go to Home Depot a lot. Uh, I don't, we forgot to do an update last time, so I think. I know, I'm trying to think I've what we missed. I've been hanging TVs and monitors and painted yeah. a whole wall green. Yeah, we have a green screen wall. Yeah. Um, I've just been being pregnant. I mean, I really, I feel like. That's all you do every that's day. That's all I do every day is yeah. just be a pregnant person. A pregnant person. <laughs> well, when you say it like pregnant, it's. <laughs> Much fancy. It's like dance. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> uh, but otherwise, we're really happy. We're just kind of hanging out. We miss everybody. We do. And... We miss you guys. And Elliot is so stinking cute these days. It's ridiculous. Yeah, I am. I I have been battling in the new house. Confession: all my smart my smart light bulbs don't work. Oh yeah. So I like yell at Alexa to do the right thing, and she can't turn on the lights. And our smart house isn't very smart right it's now. It's not rolling out the way I dreamed. So. <laughs> It'll you'll figure it out. You know, technology-wise, I'm just putting it out in the universe. Having some issues. Yeah. Having some issues. We'll, we'll get there. So. We still love the golf cart life, and uh, Chicken Salad Chick is still amazing. So uh, things are good. See you later. I feel like their life is really okay in Georgia without us. <laughs> I, I feel like they it might be, getting be by. better. Yeah. <laughs> and they say they miss us. And I'm sure that like in the mm. same way that I'm like, oh, I liked college. <laughs> um, mm-hmm. I think they do. You've, you've already covered this territory in that like, they might be moping around, barely able to lift their heads, but they're like, this is the equivalent yeah. of Instagram. Let's snapshot a moment we and make it seem like, like things are going great. great. Maybe. No, I don't think so. Though. Really I, I think like, they're just doing I, awesome. I will I think say they're this. Doing really well, the yeah. idea, I think they're doing terribly in their own <laughs> The idea of, of having to like have a baby right now, like go through labor and then have an, a newborn again right now, I do not. Like I can't even imagine. Yeah. They have, how old is their other baby? Almost two. She's almost two, yeah. yeah. That's little. Yeah. I know. Uh, and yeah. with the second kid, oftentimes that kid will come fast because the trail has already been blazed. So maybe she'll have the kid in the golf cart. I mean, probably <laughs> not. But being born in a golf cart is like I know two a, different like, It's like a phrase for someone who is born into wealth, right? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> right. That that guy was really born in a golf cart <laughs> and lived his life in a golf cart, died in a golf cart. I know of two people whose second kid was born in a car. Yeah, 
out of all the people in the world, that's two. But still, still. Well, that's cool. very exciting. Um, they should have Uber, them. a special Uber level where they are also OBs and they can deliver babies. Yeah. So that if they don't make smart. it, you know Uber. what I mean? Uber G-Y-N. Uber. Oh, that's good. Oh, that's even better. Yeah. Oh, that's good. You guys, I'm on Patreon. Patreon.com slash Allison Rosen is where you go for that. There's a level where you get bonus episodes, special episode with Jeff Fox this month. Wow. We just did the, uh, there's a level where you have access to a live stream. Daniel and I just did, and Elliot just did that, and Wendy just did that yesterday. Mm-hmm. It was very fun. Was. Uh, level where you get merch in the mail, all sorts of fun stuff. Patreon.com slash Allison Rosen. Again, if you like what you're hearing, subscribe. iTunes.com slash Allison Rosen. Also, please uh, leave a comment. Click five stars. That helps the show, etc. Normally, I read a good and bad comment, but uh, not, not going to do it this week because I looked and it's the same reviews as it was last week. This might be a first. You guys, get on there. Hey, you assholes. Make your- get your fingers together. You <laughs> assholes. Get That's on right. your phones. That's that's right. Get on your phones so that I can check on my phone what you've written on your phone. She is just refreshing and refreshing and refreshing looking for new comments. And it refuses to refresh. You're humiliating her. That's right. Let's just quickly, let's do a couple just mirror everyone's. Sometimes I ponder on something I have thought or done. Is it just me? Or everyone. Also, I'm going to be at LA Podcast Festival. David Huntsberger is going to be there. John Henson's going to be there. Uh, LA Podcast Fest. LA, LA Podfest.com. Podfest. LA Podfest.com is where you go for tickets. Uh, we are going to be performing Sunday, October 8th at noon. Come on out. Fully nude. Fully nude. It's my older brother's birthday. So, oh. Timmy, go to LA Podfest. That's, That's right. Cool. We will be celebrating the birth of Timmy. Okay. <laughs> James Leroy Wilson says, when I see road sign, bridges may be icy. I think, actually, I heard Jeff is a friendly guy. <laughs> Jeff Bridges. Oh. I feel we like... We all thought that was a Jeff Fox joke. Right? Yeah, no, because I looked at Jeff when I that said it. That really made it confusing. If I thought that, I would drive right off that bridge. <laughs> <laughs> that's a that's a real dad joke. Yeah. yeah. And I bet I, you can't be the only one. And the other one we're going to do, it's a real bridge, just mirror everyone, is similar-ish. Mm. Ray Morgan says, whenever I hear a TV ad that says... Lisa Mercedes. I hear it as Lisa Mercedes. Yeah, that oh, sounds like fun. that. I'd probably think that. <laughs> yeah. Lisa yeah. Merce, comma, 80s, dead today. <laughs> wow, that yeah. was good. Oh, thank you. Are you on MySpace? <laughs> I'd love to follow you. I've been hey, following this other somewhere. guy with your name, but... <laughs> Don't trifle with um, it. I always look at that sign. I've never done the bridge sign, but I've always looked at the park and ride sign, and I'm always like, that seems fun. Doesn't that sound fun? <laughs> it does seem fun. Have you guys ever taken public transportation in LA? Yeah, it makes you feel yeah, like a time. colossal winner. <laughs> it really does. I don't does. think I have. The it, rail is better than the bus. The rail yeah, is okay. That's... But the bus is like, if you took the line at like the shittiest post office in town and put all yeah. those people onto a uh, into a capsule. Into a capsule, yeah. <laughs> On wheels. Uh, you have never taken the train out here. Oh, it's wait. It's supposed to be nice. I have taken the bus. My old apartment was on the line that would go straight to the Getty. 
So instead of dealing with the parking at the Getty, it was brilliant. You could just hop on the blue line in and you Santa go Monica. Every day. You are so cultured. Not every day, but that is a good place to hang out. That is a fun place. Yeah. I tried to make fun of you, and then you were right. <laughs> <laughs> right. Like, You're right. No, that's great. It's fine. I'm a museum here, nerd. The bus can be super handy out here, but and I used to ride public in Philly all the time. But it's so there's it's so especially that was very cool the way you said that. Thank you. <laughs> you didn't even put transpo in the bus. No, the public. Oh, public. I just he wrote, yeah. I rode I rode public. Oh, yeah. Ooh, you really rode public. Yeah, that's what people that ride public. Say. Where did you live in Philly? Uh, West Philly. Oh, exciting. Yeah. Yeah. Are you from the there? better side of it? Time? I'm from Bucks County. No originally. one started oh, yeah. the rap. Bless our hearts. Because we all knew it was there. We're like, come on, let's just let them, the listeners do it themselves. True. Is West Philly the better part of Philly? No. It's a cool part of Philly, though. I like West Philly. Yeah, it's cool. It's a lot nicer now, but the neighborhood I lived in was kind of Beirut. Where's Rittenhouse Square? That's, That's in Center City, right? Yes. What brought up the public transportation thing? <laughs> um, You're good. Oh. You're good. Are you in my space? Because <laughs> Annie Letterman said when she sees Park and Ride. And then I thought about uh, how I've never taken uh, the train out yeah. here. Yeah. Do you yeah. do that thing where you see the sign that says slow children and you think, oh. Oh, I love that. I used to work with them. have slow children in this neighborhood. <laughs> I like when it says road humps, and I like think this road humps. <laughs> <laughs> and that's when road I get D- out and I put my wiener on it. Yeah, road DTF. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so uh, I used to. This is a just me or everyone. Is this a road humping? No, confessional? It's a, no. It's, <laughs> I used to fuck a road. Yeah. <laughs> it's just me or every, It's a just me or everyone that I know is just me, and I believe I might have shared it. I don't know. This is it just me or anyone? <laughs> this, no, this is a just me. Okay. So I used to crack up when I would be grocery shopping and I would be in the frozen food section. Oh, get ready, folks. Have you heard this before? <laughs> uh, probably. <laughs> and I would see... He was on his phone. Frozen <laughs> broccoli spears. You know, they have like broccoli florets or... Bro- you know where this is going? Uh, spears and florets were great words. I love yeah. those. Broccoli spears or broccoli florets. And I would see broccoli spears... <laughs> And then I would imagine a Britney Spears impersonator dressed up as a big piece of broccoli <laughs> who performs as Broccoli Spears. And it seems- Broccoli Spears is like one of those uh, groups that goes to uh- elementary schools. And, and has a prepared yeah. performance. Yes. So you brush oh, can I just tell you that this tangent? Oops! Tangent, I brushed them again. But I honestly <laughs> like when you said Spears. I thought that when Thank you were you. when you were setting the story yeah. up. That's also, maybe it's not just me. I had I went to a college that Christina did, Arugula. Oh shit! Yeah, that's right. <laughs> I went to a college that went out of business. Okay, mm-hmm. College of Santa Fe. Went While you were enrolled? No, I did. I had some incompletes, and I was sent a message when I was living in New York. I just quit drinking from one of my art teachers, Susan York. She's brilliant. She sent me a message, and she goes, "The school is going out of business in two weeks. You have four incompletes. You're going to want to get those done because there's no shot of graduating after these two weeks." So. I had to like go back and learn everything, but it went out of business. It came back as another school and then it burned to the ground. But it was originally a school that was founded by the Christian brothers and they would, so there would be a couple brothers that were walking around Wait, the campus. does everyone know who the Christian brothers are? They're LaSallian. They're, oh, I didn't know. I just went with like, yeah, everyone else is going to know that. <laughs> yeah, <okay>. Christian, it's <laughs> Christian really. brothers. They're, it's LaSallian something. I, I didn't really. Wait, oh, it's actual brothers. They're, no, they're called the Christian Brothers, okay. and they're like they're just two very Christian of, dudes. <laughs> yeah, two, <laughs> two, <are brothers>. two <laughs> guys. <laughs> they founded this college. It burned to the ground, but so they. But it's like these. 
So there'd be these like elderly men that were like walking around in these, you know, the black robes and they'd have like the rabbit teeth, the white things, you know what I'm talking about? That Mm-mm. come out of the neck. Oh, like, I do, rabbit yeah. Teeth. Mm-hmm. So they'd be in these cloaks walking around this fucking college and we're all just like high in Santa Fe. And um, <laughs> one of my teachers, my statistic teacher, Brother Brian, looked like the broccoli from Veggie Tales. <gasps> Every time uh. I saw him, I was like, you look at the fucking broccoli, like the shape of his head or Get something. Get out! <laughs> And so that just reminded me that was such a long story to get there. Wow. I, no, but I liked it. About my college. At yeah. one point, I knew the name of the broccoli. There's a broccoli and a tomato, Veggie Tales. It's like something an Al or Steve or. Isn't there a zucchini or something? Or oh, cucumber? yes, zucchini and, bro- and tomatoes, who I'm thinking of. The broccoli is not. Was Veggie Tales a Christian? Yes. Yes. Okay. His name is not like Tom Ado or something like Adolf. that. Oh, yeah, Tom Adolf. <laughs> Tom Adolf. That's crazy. It really should be. No, I don't think it. Larry and Bob. Uh, Larry. Bob and Tom. Bob. Larry's the tomato. Bob is the tomato, and Larry was a cucumber. That's what I meant, according to the internet. I know. I was just about to say, yeah, are you no, going to admit I'd, that this was you, you, the internet, or are you it's trying to very. Brag? I, I did a rewrite logo. I didn't write it. It's pretty phallic looking. I mean, it's, it's ridiculous funny. the whole thing. Anytime you look at vegetables, there's going to be a phallus in there. Or yeah. a Britney Spears. Every yeah. Listen, every time you sit on a vegetable, there's going to be... <laughs> you guys, um, I have comedy. a dog to tell you about. You are a dog. Poop on your bed. You are a dog. Poop on your bed. A doggy dog. Poop on your bed. Dog, 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 dog. Poop on your bed. Dog, 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 dog. Poop on your bed. That's what you are. Poop on your bed. You are a pooch. An ugly mutt. You come inside. You come inside. With poop on your butt. With poop on your bed. Dog, 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 dog. Dog, 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 That's what you are. That's what you are. Molly is a sweet 30-pound terrier mix with a body type that resembles a whippet. Molly loves to greet everyone with a wagging tail and a happy, loving disposition. Molly's up for adoption at Friends of the Animals Baton Rouge. She is around two years old, housebroken, kennel-trained, and loves to spend time outside enjoying the sunshine. Listeners can learn more about Molly using the tiny URL, tinyurl.com slash mollybff. You guys... Look how cute she is. Oh, she's oh, cute. Her little tongue Aww. is sticking out. Oh, of her she's giving mouth. that seductive. You know when dogs do that seductive thing where they tilt their head down? Yeah. And then they look up at you and they have the little crescent moons underneath. Look at her mouth. So she's cute. so cute. <laughs> I didn't catch that. Very cute picture. Uh, you guys, her- I just, she actually is cute. We're not messing around. Yeah, no, she's super cute. Um, there'll be a link to her in the episode summary of this uh, episode on my website, AllisonRosen.com, and or you can just go to, uh, yes. I have a question about URL the pod. Dot com slash Molly BFF. Yes. It is, how often do you do the dog? Oops. That was My finger scary. just hit something. I, I uh, once a week. And did they always get adopted <laughs> by one of your listeners? What just said was no speakable content could be found on the screen. Like, this is unspeakable. Oh, do you have that? <laughs> this is a dog. <laughs> Let us never speak of this dog again. Right. You have that accessibility thing where it'll read I guess. I think I must you. have touched, I think it's like three fingers to do it. No, they do not always get adopted by a listener, but they sometimes do. I like that idea. This one's going to get adopted. Mm. She's super cute. 100%. Yeah. yeah. Should get adopted. No, it's gonna. There's no One way. One lucky Baton You can oh. listen. And I love we, when I find out that a dog that I talked about on the show got adopted because I talked to her. And you can fly that makes me feel to so Baton good. Rouge 
and get the it's, that's where it is, right? Yeah, front of the animals. You Baton can Rouge. fly. You don't have to be in Baton Rouge to adopt her. You, you can also become an astronaut. Yeah. You can do many things. Right. You can fly the there to get your It's easier than becoming an astronaut, David. <laughs> and when you're on that flight, yes. you can watch American Housewife. Oh, nice. And you can mm. sleep comfortably you can in your sheets. sheets. <laughs> you, don't, you don't even need to have a bed to no, bring No, that's right. And also, I will, can I just say American Housewife? Is that how you say great it? Great air, yeah. American great Housewife. show. I've seen it. It actually is really excellent. Yes. That's what, it's that's, a really, really good show. It's a really good show. That's what I hear. Jeff, where can we find you? You can find me on Facebook and Twitter at Colonel Jeff Fox. And for LA Podfest, I'll be speaking in a panel on Friday at 4 p.m., I think. So come on by and say hi. And then also this weekend, if you want to be a part of comedy history, I'll be at the La Jolla Comedy Store with Ryan Sickler of The Crab Feast. Going down there with him, he's doing four shows, two Friday, two Saturday night. You can get buy one, get one free tickets with the code CRAB. And we are going to be recording those shows for a live album for him. Are you doing nice. comedy on it? No, I'm producing the album. Oh, I was like, cool. Oh, man. Yeah, no. I was like, if you're opening for him, awesome. Oh, no, no. Come on, Jeff. You could I do have like, five minutes. You should do comedy as if you're doing it out of your mouth, like the, the guy from Police Academy. Michael Winslow. <laughs> oh, yeah. Right? But just, it's all computer. But just try to, like a ventriloquist. <laughs> That was good. Thank you. You're very really good. fucking talented. I gotta start getting some onions. <laughs> Daniel, where do we find you? Hey, uh, you can listen to my new podcast, The Watching Hour. I'm finally watching Rogue One, and I'm going to talk about it uh, if you're a nerd like me. And uh, you can find me at Twitter and Instagram at Daniel Quants. D Quants on the Snappy. Oh, God. <laughs> oh gonna have a cookie. Oh, yeah, check out the garage. <laughs> oh, yeah, it's a big garage. Get, get out of here, you motherfucker. God, that is so... Zipping. Zip, 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 zip. <laughs> we were looking at a, another house a couple weeks ago, and there were it was like a nice house, and there were people in there, and they were like all talking about how they were going to get it, and it's like, you motherfuckers. Like, oh, yeah, check out the garage. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, it's a big garage. Get, get out of here, you motherfucker. <laughs> I never have uglier thoughts about other humans than when I'm look, looking at, at a house. house. Yeah. <laughs> It's just like, oh, you're imagining your fucking life here, are you? Yeah, you're going to have a real fucking cute life in this house. Get out of here. You losers in your dumb garage. <laughs> Add it to the bits. <laughs> get the fuck out of here. Which Those piece is my house? <laughs> yeah, get, you're not, my, you mean my garage? Yeah. Oh, yeah. oh you're going to sweet talk the agent. All right, get the, fu- get the fuck out. Oh, they can suck my nuts. Like, suck it, bitch. <laughs> look at my balls. Did you say look at my balls? Just look, look at, at my balls. <laughs> just look at them. But then we, we decided not to put an offer out on the house. Which house was it? it was some house with a was loser garage. Valley Village? It was like the last one we looked at. It was a, ni- it was a nice one. a fantastic technique? You yeah. didn't even put in an offer. They bluffed you. Th- that is my negotiating technique. <laughs> he you doesn't. Know? It's like they owe... You see, they come in at their high offer, and what I do is I don't offer at all. Yeah, and <laughs> then thinking, they, yeah, the ultimate, ultimate lowball. Yeah, and out. then they like try the to house, find me. Then the house tries to buy you. Yeah, yeah. That, yeah. <laughs> right. And I don't leave my name or number or anything, and then they have to hire a PI and find me. So far, it hasn't worked, but <laughs> when it works, you do cool as fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Annie, where do we find you? And plug anything you'd like to plug? Instagram, Twitter. Probably mostly Instagram. Um, Annie Letterman, A N N I E L E D E R M A N. And then I am in at the, oh, fuck, I do this. It's right here. 
I actually got it, guys. It's really loading, I swear. Take your time. I'm so sorry. <laughs> Edit this part out. Oh, God. Oh, I'm at the Comedy Works in Denver, Colorado, October 15th, 16th, 17th. 18th i think i think it's a week there it's a week weekday okay. weekend it's weird the but best come time to go see comedy come on come see me we'll fucking have fun then you get to go up and go Comedy's, to work i never regret going to see comedy it's gonna be so fun it's gonna be crazy fun i can't wait david uh, hello hello you can find me at davidhuntsberger.com. There's links to my podcast there where I chat with science types. And uh, you can, my life's work is on iTunes and Amazon. You can start a MySpace. Pandora channel. My MySpace, of course, still heavily in rotation. But don't he try will, to friend him. Listen, yeah, he don't. will endorse you yeah. on, for anything. Absolutely, I will. On LinkedIn. If you and need an endorsement on LinkedIn, you're, 100%. he's your man. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to say 10 a week. If you... <laughs> Each person. Each person. <laughs> Each person with a limit of maybe a hundred people. So I'll do a It's a loose maybe. <laughs> a thousand interactions I'll just provide for free on LinkedIn. They count for a great deal. And the same day as uh, the PodFest in Los Angeles, uh, I'll, my variety show here in LA returns that night, the, the junk show. You can find info at uh, davidhunsberg.com for that as well. If you like music and magic and stand up and animation, et cetera, see you there. Awesome. Yeah. These are all things I hate. It's so weird. <laughs> despite <laughs> everything things in the world, despite everything I said about breaking the addiction to my phone, follow me on Twitter at Allison Rosen, <laughs> especially follow me on Instagram at Allison Rosen. And I have a show's Facebook page and I have my own public Facebook page and I'm active on facebook.com slash the Allison Rosen. I'm not active on the show's page, but you, you people persist in leaving comments there. Come everyone, just join the other Facebook page because that's where I am. That's where the action is. Facebook.com slash the Allison Rosen. I know it's my own fault for having multiple pages. Okay. <laughs> Thanks everyone for being on the show. Listeners, thank you for listening. I love you. Goodbye. Hey, do you know about the Allison Rosen show? We had a good time, but now we gotta go. Rosen is your new best friend